Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Anker and Ryan Huang. It's time now for Mind Your Business. Let's talk about going green and having a sustainable footprint. You know, that's becoming more and more of a priority for many businesses. And this is all the more important for the steel industry as sustainability increasingly becomes a part of uh, consumers' top of mind concerns, you know, if you think about it. Uh, the pressure has been put on such manufacturers to be sustainable and, of course, transparent in their production, showing their commitment to address climate change. Now, with steel accounting for 8% of total global carbon emissions, green steel provides a way for the industry to be in line with the Paris Agreement's 2050 net zero target, where process emissions must fall by at least 30% by the year 2030. Our next guest is from Gunung Rajapaksi, and it's one of the largest private steel companies in Indonesia. Now, they've set their sights on expanding their export business to more international customers, and they're highly focused on implementing a green strategy. So let's find out more about that strategy and how it's going to be beneficial for the business. On the line with me is Argo Sankaeng, who is President Director at Gunung Rajapaksi. Good morning, Argo. How are you? I'm fine. Good morning. How are you? Very good. Very good good and 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 I'm excited about this conversation uh talking about this aspect of uh, dealing with climate change but before that I'd like to understand Gunung Rajapaksi a little bit more GRP what can you tell us about it okay thank you Elliot Gunung Rajapaksi was uh, founded in 1970 in Medan North Sumatra uh, with a dream to become the trailblazer of Indonesia's steel manufacturing industry as a cornerstone for Indonesia's high quality steel GRP, what we call it, has evolved as a sustainable steel manufacturing company that is highly productive, environmentally conscious, and digitally transformed, equipped with AI-assisted tools to help operations and production run smoothly and efficiently. With over 4,500 employees with average of 2.2 million tons of steel produced annually, our 50 years of experience and a total production more than 2.2 million tons steel produced to date GRP has achieved global scale while become a major source of steel for international markets and projects. We are now one of the Southeast Asia's largest privately owned vertically integrated steel companies. Hmm. Uh, there is a there's a very interesting certification that I, I want to talk about, the Environmental Product Declaration Certification. What can you tell us about this and, you know, when when was this introduced? How was it introduced? Okay, that's a very good question. This product certification is basically aligned with our effort to produce quality products or quality steel products. Okay. As we know that GRP products quality has been recognized by global customers and numerous certification organization, including this EPD. Okay. Among others, that also include IBS, ACSR, BSI, and many more. So EPD itself is a document that provides transparency to the environment performance or impact of any product or materials over its lifetime. So the document is independently verified, registered, contained information such as product carbon footprint, potential impact on global warming, ozone depletion, and so on. Okay. I am curious though, and I'm not sure whether it's relevant, this EDP, right, does it have any, or rather, does supply chain issues have any impact on it or vice versa? Yeah. In this case, when a company has EPD, this demonstrates its commitment to sustainability, gives them credibility in the authenticity of their products and allows them to sell their products to different markets. This okay. includes when they do the assessment, this includes the supply chain assessment from the product supply up 
to the delivery. So we're talking about traceability of the carbon footprints in that particular product. Okay. Is it hard? I mean, from your observation, Argo, has it been hard to get more suppliers, more customers to lean towards getting EDP endorsed products? That's a very good question. Because speaking about how difficult it is or whether it's hard or not, they make a very thorough uh, inspection to that. But uh, steel industry is among the three largest contributors to air pollution and emission carbon dioxide. So we have no choice of but, but obtaining it, no matter how difficult it is. Right. So when there's no choice, okay, uh, in other words, no choice, you eventually get everyone on board. And that really is the only way that the steel industry can really move forward and meet those uh, carbon footprint goals, right? Exactly. Our our objective is to yeah. always be the leading company in every initiative, including this one. Of because of now, as a result of this possession, GRP possession of EPD demonstrates our company effort in fulfilling its roles and as a community member and leader in the steel manufacturing mm. industry and also showcases GRP's innovation and sustainability. Furthermore, it provides us the product with a widespread international acceptance. Right. I mean, we're talking about the, an industry that accounts for 8% of total global carbon emissions. Argo, I need you to be a bit of a teacher for this part. Help me here. Traditional steel versus green steel. What are the key differences? Could you educate us? That's a very excellent question. The traditional steels are normally, you know, according to customers' research, 75% of the construction products clients prefer suppliers who are transparent about product impacts to the environment. So, I mean, if we're talking about traditional steels, we basically just produce the steel based on whatever we have, and that's it. But the green steel is the responsible steel, or we call it, it is our responsibility to ensure that every steel we produce are safe to the environment, are using clean resources, and contributes to decreasing of the carbon emission. So we're talking about from from raw materials to the production processes up to the handling and also to the people that involved in that. Right. This in line with our ESG initiatives, which we go from the environment, social and governance. So the, the processes, we start installing this. The, the life cycle assessment we do, the green products, Certification, we obtain that and we start from implementing or installing the smart meters as one of our infrastructure. And we also monitoring on the internal infrastructure of renewable energy and tracing our carbon footprint. So that's the difference, the traditional and the, the green one. Yeah, and you're so right in saying that because this cannot succeed if you don't have government support. I mean, how closely have you worked with governments, especially with your own company's green journey? Okay, Indonesia's government has already stated what they call this national action plan. Okay. Aksi national. And surely we are going forward in, in line with it. And to this date, our government is really supportive because one of the, the objectives that our president has mentioned is to declare what's the uh, import substitutes. Right. That is one of the activities uh, that we are currently focusing on. Agar, if you don't mind, I, I'm curious about your observations in terms of trends within the steel manufacturing industry. What are you seeing at the moment? What, what do customers want when it comes to purchasing steel? Okay, it's quite interesting uh, question because it starts from the global trend, yeah, from COP. 26, the, we declared that, as you said earlier, that steel manufacturing contributes about 8% to yeah. global emissions. So, yeah, as this is what I said earlier, that about 70% international and European green building standards already started 
that about 70% to the interest of the International European Green Building Standards give accreditation to construction materials within the EPD. And also many other companies like Australian and New Zealand are already, already start requiring the products to have EPD. And therefore, the client expectation rise, their focus expands to sustainability, the demand for green construction also rises. For GRP, as the market in Europe and Australia are now also focusing on green environment and products with lower carbon emissions, by developing green steel and technology, we obtain the opportunity to supply, export, market. Long-term sustainability is no longer solely a governmental or political topic, but it has become a market process. Of course. I mean, ultimately, the goal is to get more people on board the EDP, the better, right? But in terms of doing more for sustainability, as we try and get more people on this certification, in your opinion, Argo, what more can be done? Okay, very good question. That's it's hard, right? I mean, to just get people on board. Ultimately, when the numbers increase, it means you are putting out a more sustainable product. It means just about every steel yeah. becomes green steel. But people can't help but ask, oh, surely more can be done. It's a the typical human question. <laughs> yeah. So for GRP, yeah. let me speak about GRP. As sure, a leader sure. in green construction material, GRP will continue our innovations or more sustainable solutions and strive to obtain more certification in our productions. With the focus on sustainability, we also seek to increase our exports still to Australasia, American and European markets. And in the industry, GRP will press on to advocate for sustainability and become an example, a leader and guide for other businesses in Indonesia and Southeast Asia towards greener future. Wow, that is fantastic. I've been speaking with Ago Sankaeng, who is President Director for Gunung Raja Panksi. We really appreciate your time this morning. Take care and have a great Wednesday ahead, yeah? Thank you, Elliot. Same to you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.